them think that it's reality. Our dreams, they feel real while we're in them, right? It's only when we wake up that we realize something is actually strange. Welcome in, everybody, to another Monday episode of Dreams. <laughs> I think Trav's a little tied up, tongue-tied, tongue, tongue tied, is that what they call it? I do it every because... time because I'm so used to saying just welcome into another episode, but then I'm like, oh, we're calling these dream episodes. <laughs> but not only that, this time is a special dream episode in the fact that we are going to give it a little rename for this particular one and it's going to be called Dream Snips Collection <laughs> Volume 1 <laughs> I wonder how long it took him to figure out what he's going to call it Dream Snips <laughs> Collection uh, Basically uh, from what I can tell uh, Dan has had various dreams where they were just like kind of small short yeah, or like I could only remember part of the dream but not like a full story. Yeah. So he combined, I think we have three here uh, that we're going to read. So So, hence the name Snips. (laughs) Snips. And yeah, so instead of reading one long story form dream, I mean, these will still be kind of, but they're just like parts of stories, but they'll just be, you'll see. Just listen and enjoy. It's a compilation. So sit back, relax, close your eyes, drift off into a, Crazy Dreamland with Danny and the Dream Snips and us and Dream Snips. But don't actually fall asleep. Yeah, don't fall asleep. It's yes. really cool to listen to us, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, here we go with Dream Snip Snippet. You call it a snippet? Well, I changed it. <laughs> dream Snippet number one. It should be Dream Snip. Ooh, this one is. This one's a little hot. It's a little risque. A little risque. Night at a strip club. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Bet you guys can't guess where this is going. <clears throat> to a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> I'm leaving work for the day and get invited to a strip club by a coworker. Which coworker? I don't want to say. <laughs> Do they often <laughs> frequent strip clubs? No. <laughs> Not that I know of. <laughs> Just was a one-off in this dream, but yeah, I like this. I have nothing better to do, and I agree to go. (laughs) (laughs) A group of five or so of us all get into one car and head toward the strip club. We pull into the strip club parking lot, only to have the driver of the vehicle, the original inviter, pull back out of the parking lot and drive away. (laughs) (laughs) All right, kids. You have yourself a good time. <laughs> Dad will come pick you up in about two hours. No, we never even got out of the car. Here's we were 50, still here's we fifteen still bucks in, in ones. Car. Oh, we we're still in the car. Oh, you didn't actually like we were all we just pulled up and then we just immediately <coughs> reversed, backed out, and took off out of the strip club. <laughs> yeah, parking so like, lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was like, "What?" Danny asked. He's like, "I ask him what's going on." You just see him, his like, face is up against the window as they're driving away. He's like, no. <laughs> What's going on, man? We were right there. 
The bouncer is so confused. Like, I can almost I smell them. <laughs> <laughs> he says that there is another guy who may want to join us, and therefore he's going to just drive around until we know. If he's going to join you, yeah, until you know, I guess we okay. have to like for some reason we can't just like wait there. We have to wait <laughs> driving around. It's like no, out. walking in is the walking in together is the best. <laughs> like, that's the that's the best. That's thing. the best part. The bigger the entourage, the better. <laughs> I'm not quite sure why we have to drive around and can't just meet this guy at the club itself, but apparently that is how you wait for someone in this world. After about 30 minutes of joyriding, the driver of the car gets a text notifying him that the person we were waiting for will not be able to make it. The driver seems a bit irritated. I'm sure you all are. We could have been in there, man. I could have been $100 less in my pocket. Mouthful of G-string. After a half hour? Wow, that's a pretty good tipper. Well... We know Danny is not logical, especially in his dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so, the driver seems a bit irritated. Cash around. But turns the car around and heads back to the strip club. That's literally what? Every less than 20 seconds, you'd be putting a dollar up there. Just <laughs> dollar. 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 I like that turn. Every, every 18 seconds. I like that turn. That deserves a dollar. <laughs> Way to stand there. Everyone else is, get, <laughs> everyone else is getting pissed because the stripper's only showing you, <laughs> like, attention. He's <laughs> like, hey, we got money over here, too. I like the color of your shoes, weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> so have you guys ever been to a strip club? <laughs> I have not. I I have. Apparently you two have. Yes. <laughs> so the first time I ever went to a strip club was when I was, like, 21? Probably like just barely old enough to go, and I felt <laughs> He's like just waiting at the door. He's got his watch on. <laughs> <laughs> Soon as it hits midnight, man, I'm in the door. It's like beep 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 beep. I'm 21. So now, and then when he tells the story, he's like, well, I was. I think it was just like barely, barely 21. <laughs> I was so, going to say, I was going to say as soon as his watch is like, beep, 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 beep. He's like, he mumbles to himself, happy birthday to me. <laughs> happy birthday, Daniel. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was because actually uh, the place I was working at, a bank at the time. Um, <laughs> like you are now. <laughs> yep. Still. <laughs> um we had a customer that was from the strip club and he was like this guy, but he was always like pretty. <laughs> no, like he wasn't, guy a dancer. he wasn't a dancer. He was like a manager there or something like that. And he'd bring deposits in every day. So finally, like one day he's like, he invited me in, um, this other person that was working there. He's like, you guys should come. And of course he's going like, to invite you. I'll hook you guys up with some drinks and stuff. And I'm like, okay, sure. We'll try it. But I was like, it was my first time, so like part of me was like super nervous about it, and then but part of me was like whatever. But I'm like I'm a man. I can I can do this. Like it's cool. Twenty one, yeah. And so I can see we go ladies. there. <laughs> we go there. We go into the strip club, and he brings out some twenty or not like he brings out twenty ones to each of us, like as like a comp thing to tip the girls <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and so 
But I, part of my like nervousness, I didn't even realize fully. Like I knew I was doing it, but I just wasn't even thinking about it really. But the girls would be dancing, and I started folding the dollar bills up into like little origami <laughs> characters. <laughs> oh my gosh! In my head, he's I was like, like floating them on there. He's like, it's a swan. <laughs> Because in my head, I really thought like the girls will appreciate this. What were you hoping they would do? Be like, oh, your fingers are so talented. Is that? Did they all have accents? Like Asian accents? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Talented. I just just figured they thought it would be cute or something. (laughs) They'd remember me because the differentiation. Because origami fits in a G string real (laughs) easy. So. If you're folding, so I would put them up there, but then the man. Oh, what were you gonna say? Huh? If you're folding these into like <laughs> Japanese cranes, <laughs> every once in a while you just hear the stripper go, "Ow, <laughs> ow, who's putting these on here?" He not just, just not just cranes, but I know I was folding like the little samurai hats. <laughs> he makes it. He makes it in all these sharp corners. <laughs> he makes it in one of those things that you make in elementary school where you like put the numbers on the four corners and he's Open like it. he's like, "Hey, hey, hey, Vixen, come here. Pick a number." <laughs> Vixen? I don't know, I was just <laughs> she come up Sprinkles. after Comet and Cupid. <laughs> yeah. Connor, Donner and I think Blitzen. Vixen is probably the most risque of all of the <laughs> all of the deer. Okay. So, <laughs> he's like, "Okay, four. Let's flip the flap. <laughs> flip the flap. Oh, you've got a crush. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, eventually the guy that invited us came over and he's like, hey, um, you're embarrassing me, man. You can't be folding those, uh, your dollars like that. Let me teach you how. And he like take, he's like, you just take the dollar, you fold it long ways across. And then you put it, pop it up like a tent on the stage. That's how you tip a stripper. <laughs> and he's like, watch. And so he did it. And then the girl, like, probably knew it was like a cue for her. And she picked it up with her bum cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. That's how you See, do for it. me, I'm like, do you know where that dollar's been? <laughs> well, it's been in her bum cheeks now. <laughs> <laughs> like are these like re- are these used? Like are these recycled <laughs> dollars? Like is this just how like well how do you think I felt? I'm the banker that's taking these dollars in deposits the next day. <laughs> when the guy comes and deposits, he's like, "Okay." He's like, "I got to put these in a special bank. I'll be back." Daddy goes just in the back room and he just puts the dollars to his face and he's like, <laughs> "Oh." <laughs> Whatever he probably came in the next day with like a bag full of cash and dumped it on my in my teller station and I'm like, why are all these folded like origami pieces? Danny, <laughs> Danny comes back He's out like, from paybacks a bitch. <laughs> Danny comes out from from. <laughs> the back and he's just got glitter all over his face <laughs> <laughs> all right real quick i was gonna say <coughs> it must be a barn thing that the first time we go to strip clubs we get in trouble because <laughs> my first experience at a strip club <laughs> i went with my girlfriend at the time and then just like a group of our friends because we all thought it would be fun and we were at the pool table playing pool and I was just like, when it wasn't my turn, I was like dancing around, you know, just having a fun time at the pool table. And the bouncer came over and he's like, hey, no, 
you do not dance. The only dancing is on the stage. <laughs> and I was like, what? You're like, but this is I my can't even dance. This is my jam. Yeah, I'm just chilling by the pool table dancing. So Alan's like, okay, and he just walks up on stage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the case. <clears throat> All right. Once parked, we all get out of the car and walk down an alley to where the entrance to the club happened to be. We walked inside and are notified by the gentleman manning the front desk that there is a $10 cover charge to get into the club tonight. I look in my wallet and can see that I have a couple of raggedy, beat-up $20 bills sitting on top of my other bills. I decide to give the man the two twenties and ask for $31 bills as change. You know, for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> the guy at, <laughs> I forgot I wrote that. <laughs> the guy at the front desk takes my money and then stares stares are me. Stares well, are stares are me. Stares are me with judging eyes <laughs> at me for a moment. He then climbs in, chimes in. <laughs> then chimes in with a What's going on out there? Is there some kind of high school function happening down the street? <laughs> I know he's insinuating that I look like I'm not old enough to be in a strip club, even though I'm 36 years old. <laughs> you can see, he's just like, huh. he's like, ID, please. Oh, uh, always makes me feel so young when people ask for my ID. I tell him that I'm more than old enough. I'm more than old enough, sir. And hand him my driver's license for verification. He takes a look at my license, then hands it back to me along with $31 bills. The co-worker who invited us to this establishment suggests that we go into a room toward the back of the club where they have an additional stage. He lets us know that this room is typically a lot less busy. He was right, as we were the first and only ones in the room when we first walked in. Located... Inside this room was a bank of couches pushed up against the back wall, fairly far away from the stage itself. We all took a seat on the couches, but it didn't take long for us to realize that being 50 feet away from the stage in a dimly lit room kind of defeats the purpose of being at a strip club. So... With that, it's we all... like having nosebleed seats at like the jazz game or something. You're just like... What are they doing? This is where folding your money into origami would like <laughs> come in handy because you could fold them into like little paper airplanes and like <laughs> or like little stars, little Chinese stars. <laughs> Strippers are wearing goggles so they don't get hit in the eyes. <laughs> Sharp, pointy dollars. <laughs> so with that, we all got up and headed to the bar surrounding the stage. Once we got situated in our new surroundings, a bartender approached me and asked what I'd like to drink. I tell her that I would like a Bud Light and pulled the wad of cash that I assumed was the $1 bills I had exchanged the man at the front desk for from my pocket to pay her for the drink. Unfortunately, as I pulled out the stack of cash, I must have caught it on something as I end up flinging a substantial portion of the pile directly onto the stage. <laughs> No! Just as one of the dancers was wrapping up her song and walking off, she's like, oh, okay, I'll come back. Danny's like, that's most of my stripper fund. I, I need, excuse me, ma'am, can I get like three of those dollars back? I need to buy this Bud Light. I looked up in horror as 
I could see the bills that I had just hurried, hurled land at the dancer's feet. I had a mild panic attack as I could see that the bills were not $1 bills, but instead were major five tens and twenties. I wanted desperately to explain that I had thrown that money on the stage by mistake. Excuse me, lady, you are not that good. <laughs> but couldn't get the words out as I didn't want to come across as a cheap, clumsy fool. Just then, the dancer bent down and picked up the wad of cash and after examining it, content examining its contents for a couple of seconds, yelled out toward the crowd to no one in particular. Looks like I have a new favorite customer. (laughs) (laughs) Not wanting my hard-earned cash to leave my bankroll in vain, I immediately (laughs) raised my hand, jumped up and down a bit, jumped up and down a bit screaming, it was me! <laughs> I threw the cash on the stage! If I could have spent that much, I wanted to be known. Who she gave it was. me. <laughs> Looks like I got a new customer. It was me! His <laughs> hand goes up. She's like, he's in class. <laughs> me! She gave me a quick smile and walked off. After that, I turned back to see that the bartender was standing right in front of me, waiting for me to pay her for my drink. It was then that I looked down and realized that I only had three dollars in my hand and was unable to pay for it. Oh, sad. Mortified and embarrassed, not quite knowing what to do or say at this moment, I was saved by the alarm as this is when I woke up. <laughs> All right. That was dream snip number one. <clears throat> snippet number one. Now on to snippet number two. This is called Casino Trickery. <laughs> what could it be? I'm fairly certain that I won a free night stay at a local hotel slash casino while attending a Utah Jazz NBA game. But I can't be 100% certain, as that part of my dream has succumbed to the haze. (laughs) Hence, this is a dream snippet as opposed to the full-fledged thing. Cool. Anyway, where my recollection begins is pulling into the underground parking garage at the new hotel-slash-casino located in the heart of downtown Salt Lake. I don't think I need to preface this. Salt Lake City is probably the last place in the country that would have a casino. Again, I pull up and park my vehicle, but I'm not the only one there. Actually, far from it. (laughs) It's amazing that there's more people than you in a parking garage. (laughs) I like how he's, he's really focusing on this. It's just like, I pull into a parking lot... And would you know it, there was more people there. (laughs) Wouldn't you put it that way? (laughs) There seems to be a few hundred people all wearing jazz gear, doing the same thing. I guess I wasn't as lucky as I thought, as apparently there were many winners for this particular contest. (laughs) Anyhow, I'm just about to get out of my car when I see someone I know. But for whatever reason, I don't particularly want to talk to them right now. Hence, (laughs) this is the second time you used the word hence. In fact, I can see it at the top there. Hence, 
I do that thing where you always keep your face pointed away from them as if you will be undetectable to them <laughs> as long as you don't look directly at them. I quickly slip out of my car and scurry over to the elevators that take you up to the hotel lobby. Just as I get on the elevator, I can hear that person yelling my name, trying to get my attention. I act like I don't hear them until the elevator doors close. <laughs> Danny! Danny! He's just like looking all over. He's like looking up at the top of the... <laughs> where, where could that be? Stop the doors! Close them? <laughs> The funny thing would be if you look to the back of the elevator. <laughs> huh? Someone behind yeah. me in the elevator? I act like I don't hear them until the elevator close or the elevator doors are just about to shut. Then I do the whole thing where you turn around, smile, and act like I'm about to say something to them, just as the final inch <laughs> of the elevator doors slam close. <laughs> Danny, can you get that? Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I get up to the hotel lobby, quickly check in and receive a key for a room located on the 11th slash top floor. A few second, a few seconds later, the elevator I was on opens and reveals the 11th floor to me. <laughs> This is the first time I'd been in this hotel and was pleasantly surprised at the sight of the grand-looking casino that appeared before me as I stepped off the elevator. This was a really nice-looking casino. I looked around. The casino's on the 11th floor? Yeah, apparently so. Top floor casino. It was, it was very fancy-looking, like kind of James Bondish looking. Playing with your dang cord. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hate James Bond? <laughs> no, it's just he's he's got a pen and he's just like wrapping his microphone cord around the pen. And like so you just hear this like <laughs> And I don't know if it's that noticeable like as you're listening to this, but I can hear it like blaring in my headphones. I was confused for a second. I'm like it was like James Bond looking. <laughs> Somebody hates James Bond. <laughs> this was a really nice looking casino. I looked around for a minute and could see that I was not the only one <laughs> I knew there, as many of my friends and family just so happened to be there as well. I walked over to the table. One of my friends was playing blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's so funny about that. It just sounded like a child was saying that sentence. <laughs> I walked over to a table. One of my friends was playing blackjack. <laughs> and decided and I decided to sit down next to him to catch up and get in a few hands while doing so. I threw a hundred dollars down on the table and the dealer slid me a stack of chips. The next few minutes were spent chatting with and reminiscing with my old friend. However, during this entire time I could not win a single hand of blackjack. I would get dealt an 18, the dealer would have 19. I would get dealt a 19, and the dealer would have 20. 
You get the drift. <laughs> I would get Delta <laughs> 20. The dealer would have a 21. <laughs> Which is called Blackjack. Belt the 21. The dealer would have a 22. <laughs> <laughs> this happened over and over again until my $100 stack of chips was gone. I got up from the table and started saying my goodbye to my friend when the dealer said, Hold on. If you'll, pe- if you'll play another hand, I'll let you pick the cards you want out of the deck. The dealer seemed quite genuine. <laughs> so I took her up on the offer. I plunked down another 20 on the table, and she dealt herself a single hand first, then placed the deck face up in front of me so that I could select any two cards I wanted. I spread the cards around on the table a bit to expose more of them and ultimately ended up selecting a king of clubs and a queen of hearts. <laughs> you can pick any card you want. And you don't pick 21? You don't pick blackjack? <laughs> He's like, well, I want to be, you know, like, this is like realistic. <laughs> I, hear, I know, I should have taken an ace in a face. <laughs> but I felt like that would be a, a selection too greedy. See, I knew. I knew what you were thinking. <laughs> After all this... Wait, that's how I wrote it. I knew that would be a selection too greedy. Too greedy. After all this dealer was doing me a... After all this dealer was doing me a solid. She then asked me if I'm good with my selection. I tell her, yes, as I get prepared to receive my first payout <laughs> the evening. <laughs> she then turned... <laughs> She then turned over her hand, which happened to be four four kings and an eight. <laughs> I get excited because she is obviously busted with her cards, totaling 48 displaying in front of her. Yet she then swipes my $20 bill out from my <laughs> in front of me and thanks me for playing. Frustrated, I ask her why I lost since she busted. She then tells me that the table had just changed to poker instead of blackjack and that her four kings with an eight kicker Beats my king high of two cards. <laughs> at, the, at this moment, I'm at a loss for words. It's like, oh yeah, didn't you notice? Like, we just switched the sign and now we're playing five card stud. Or <laughs> hold them. I'm at a loss for words as I didn't know you could change games mid hand. And also, how was there five kings in that deck? Something doesn't smell right about this. <laughs> so they're still using multiple decks like they do with Blackjack. But now it's holding. Something doesn't smell right about this who situation. <laughs> yeah, I wrote who situation. Yep. This who situation. But alas, I tell my friend that I'm going to go to the arcade area that is also located on the 11th floor. At least there I can play a game that I win. <laughs> It's called Ski Ball. <laughs> Basically, if I get a ticket, I win. <laughs> Literally can gutter can ball every single one and get a ticket. With a ticket, I can get like one of those fruity tooties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just before I'm able to walk away, my brother Steve walks up to the blackjack table and throws down three checks, totaling $60. Three checks. <laughs> this is three. This is a month and a half, month and a half of savings. <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't tell Melanie this, but I'm going to try and double it. <laughs> Just so you know, being a lawyer doesn't pay these days. <laughs> it's my hard-earned cash. My hard- six weeks of just hard working. <laughs> and I've got $60 to show for it. <laughs> I tell him to be careful as I just got taken for over a hundred dollars. <laughs> sure. Steve was like, how long did it take you to earn that? <laughs> That's like a whole three months for me. <laughs> He looks at me for a moment, then proceeds, <laughs> proceeds to talk to the dealer. However, he talks so quiet and soft that no one can hear what he's saying. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> slides the checks. <laughs> like, I'd like to cash in 60 Excuse me? I'd like to cash for sixty dollars. <laughs> that might changing been a, sixty. That might have been a little loud, even <laughs> for what it really was. Because he's so embarrassed that <laughs> three of his paychecks. <laughs> he's trying to keep it on the down low. <laughs> <laughs> the dealer keeps asking him to speak up <laughs> and explains to him that they can't accept checks. <laughs> it's only cash here, sir. You're going to have to take your puny checks and go get them cashed. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't We actually sound. have a check cashing service here But we charge $20 a check <laughs> Oh man But it doesn't seem to matter Steve just keeps talking At the same non-existent volume <laughs> Sir we can't cash checks here I worked so hard for that. Is he like, he's like Kip from, I know. <laughs> Hit three trials. <laughs> this isn't actually 40 hours of work each week. I've endorsed the bat. Did 80, 80, 80 hours a week for each of these $20 checks. This goes on for a while until the dealer finally just breaks down, shoves the three checks into the slot and t- in the table and begins to deal Steve a hand. <laughs> Steve looks over at you and just like winks. <laughs> Figured out. If you just speak incoherently, they'll just finally give up and just give you the chips. <laughs> Figuring Steve is fine at this point, I head to the arcade to meet up with my brother, Alan. I mean, Alan's just at the arcade. He's just... He's just playing, like... Like, California... What, Cruising USA? Uh, my brother Alan and Travis Cole. Oh, I'm in there too. 
Congratulations. Wow, we are all there. <laughs> they are super excited about playing a new arcade game that they claim had just come out. We walk around for a bit in search of this new game. Eventually, we turn a corner and Alan's jaw just <laughs> about hits the floor. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, he says. I look up at this 20-foot-high monstrous game. From what I can gather, it appears to be some kind of head-to-head competition game in which two contenders on either side of the machine essentially play a game of giant skee-ball. What the heck? (laughs) Serious? (laughs) How did you you know that that was going to happen? I don't know how I, like, can see these things. Although... Shoot me now. <laughs> My jaw about hit the floor over a giant ski ball. Alan's like, huh? <laughs> there he <is>. Big ski ball. <laughs> the balls. The holes are bigger. I don't think you understand. You can maximize your ticket outtake. <laughs> I'm they're, definitely getting one of those Chinese giant, finger traps. giant tickets. <laughs> Although the balls are not small brown balls, but are instead basketballs that you must roll up a long steep incline into hoops to score points. So basically ski ball. But, <laughs> just, but it's basketball but it's hoops. Basketballs. <laughs> and basketball hoops. Not quite sure what all the hype is about. I stand back to watch them play. This is when I woke up. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I am so sorry, Steve. <laughs> like, I find it funny that he's the one, like, he's just, like, itching, you know, just scratching his arms. He's like, I gotta play. I gotta play blackjack. All I got is these three checks. $60 total. I gotta play. <laughs> but, Steve, they're not gonna let you cast checks. No, I got it. I got it. Just wait. <laughs> uh, dream snippet number two yep. is the book. <laughs> After dream. they accept those checks, some guys gonna come up and be like, "These are IOUs. <laughs> those are as these? those are as good as money, sir." <laughs> Under fifty thou. All right, dream snippet number three. KD, Jeopardy, and me. Actually, it's more KD, Jeopardy, and me! (laughs) Because it has an exclamation point. Like Kevin Durant? Yep. KD, Jeopardy, and me. I am somehow given access to the Warriors locker room after one of their games. Not sure why or how. He's not a warrior anymore. Right? Well, I had this dream like several months ago. However... Not sure why or how, however. Who am I to complain about receiving free stuff? You didn't receive free stuff. You just went into the locker room. Well, I meant like I got a free access. Oh. (laughs) You haven't received it. It's like a backstage pass, but to the locker room. So head back into the locker room as the guys on the team were finishing getting ready. I end up on a bench near Kevin Durant and just start up a conversation with him. At first, he seems a bit standoffish, but he eventually starts warming up to me and initiates a more in-depth conversation. 
He begins talking to me about this upcoming free agency and how he's trying to decide what to do. I tell him that I can't be of much assistance as far as what it would be like to play for other teams, but that I do have a background in finance, so that's something. (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't tell you what it would be like to play for other teams because I've never even played in the NBA or college or high school. But... (laughs) I do I've work never at a on bank. Team. <laughs> so let me tell you about that. I mean, I can only offer what I can offer. <laughs> let me tell you what would it, what it would be like if you went to play in junior jazz. <laughs> <laughs> but then I do have a background in finance and could potentially help him with that side of things. <laughs> what could you help him with? It's like, well, I could go to this team and they're going to give me $100 million. But if I go to this team, they're going to give me 120 Danny's like, well, with my background in finance, <laughs> I can tell you that 120 is more than 100. <laughs> he seems to like the idea and then starts asking me more and more questions about his upcoming contract and for other financial advice. I just spit out what I know on the subjects he's inquiring about, and he seems super impressed. He really likes that, or what I have to say and asks if I would help him with his contact contract negotiations, <laughs> et cetera. When the time comes... Oh, what? What do you... He continue. Asks, he asks Just if I would him. help him with his contract negotiations, et cetera, when the time comes. Yeah. I tell him I'd love to, and our new friendship is born. <laughs> A couple... <laughs> Couple of, such a bad guy. couple of days later, the Golden State Warriors front office calls me and offers me a job working for the organization. <laughs> <laughs> they let me know this is definitely a dream. They let me know that Kevin Durant really seems to hit it off with me and that he really seems to trust me. They hope that by hiring me, it will convince KD to stay. I have always wanted to work for the NBA and gladly accept the position. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't I? <laughs> With my background in finance. (laughs) The job duties for this particular occupation are apparently to just hang out with Kevin and answer any and all questions he may have. Basically, I became his personal Google assistant. (laughs) This goes on for a few days, and eventually Kevin Durant lets me know that he has a surprise for me. (laughs) Hey, Dan. A golf surprise for you. For me? (laughs) Kevin, you shouldn't have. (laughs) Stop playing with your dang cable! (laughs) Wait, that's what Kevin said? Yeah. Yes. I got a surprise for you. Stop playing with your cable, Danny. (laughs) Oh. Okay. Uh... Surprise for me. He tells me that because I know so much off the top of my head that (laughs) Danny's like, little does he know that I'm literally Googling everything that he says just on my phone. That I know so much off the top of my head that he pulled some strings and got me a spot on the Jeopardy game show as a contestant. Not quite sure how to feel about it, but not wanting to disappoint my new best friend, KD, (laughs) I agreed to go. You didn't say my new best friend, but... Well, he was. <laughs> <laughs> this is where 
I see just what a day for a date. <laughs> Katie's just like riding a bike, and you're just on the front, <laughs> like getting a pump, like riding on the handlebars, <laughs> and then like. He like almost like crashes and you guys like correctly <laughs> shake, like, shake, shake it. And so then you get like kind of scared at first, but then like he corrects and he's good. And then you guys just like kind of look back at each other and, and like laugh. laugh. Like, <laughs> KD, he almost killed us. <laughs> <clears throat> Next thing I know, I'm standing on the set of Jeopardy. I look to my left and see the native Las Vegas sports betting phenom who has been winning game after game on Jeopardy and had now amassed the largest amount of winnings in Jeopardy history. (laughs) Did we just become best friends? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Of course I have to go up against this guy when I finally get a chance to be on the show. I think to myself... These like little things that end the sentence. Like you literally put a period. You go, of course I have to go up against this guy when I finally get a chance to be on the show, period. I think to myself, period. (laughs) Shortly after the game had begun, the third opponent and myself, the shortly after the game had begun, the third opponent and myself we getting destroyed by this guy. <laughs> we getting destroyed. I do not take as much time to like write out these dream snips. We getting destroyed by this guy. It was seemingly impossible to buzz in before this gentleman, as he had perfected perfected the timing of the Jeopardy buzzer during all of this time on the show. However. Midway through the game, we caught a break as the Las Vegas sports bettor. Is it better? Bettor <laughs> suddenly walked off the stage and announced that he needed to use the restroom. <laughs> just that. <laughs> I love how just one tiny little mistake. <laughs> Travis comes up with a whole persona. <laughs> An accent that you are now gonna have. Because we getting yeah. destroyed. <laughs> we getting destroyed. Seeing this as my opportunity to catch up and potentially surpass him while he was gone, I immediately go into action and start asking Alex for categories and questions. I get three or four questions correct in a row and really start hitting my stride. But I suddenly become increasingly agitated and annoyed. (laughs) As I could tell that Alex is dragging his feet. He seems to be taking his sweet time with each question as to allow the biggest contestant to get back from the bathroom before I have another opportunity to take the lead. So, <laughs> guy's like, guy's just like in the middle of the show. He's like, time out, guys. I gotta go pee. <laughs> yeah, he just like up and left and went to the bathroom, but we were still like in the middle of the game. And so I'm like, this is my opportunity because he was killing us and now he's gone. By the time the Vegasite got back, <laughs> Vegasite, the Vegasite got back, I was only able to amass just over half the amount of points that the Las Vegan had before <laughs> the Las Vegan, <laughs> that the Las Vegan had before leaving the for the bathroom. We were now done with the regular portion of the show, and we're now moving into Final Jeopardy. <laughs> I knew that I had to wager all my winnings thus far and get this question right. 
while he'd have to get the question wrong in order for me to win. <laughs> it was a long shot, but at least I had a chance. <laughs> Just as Final Jeopardy was beginning, I suddenly found myself in a strange apartment and had no idea whether I won or lost at Jeopardy. <laughs> Frustrated by this turn of events, I decided to leave the apartment in pursuit of a of a dessert. <laughs> After my sweet tooth starting what? <laughs> Frustrated by this turn of events, he's like He's just like I'll sit in his apartment and sit on a couch. He's like, Did I win? <laughs> what happened? Damn it! I want some freaking cake. I'm gonna go find some cake. <laughs> Frustrated by this turn of events, I decided to leave the apartment in pursuit of a dessert after my sweet tooth started to kick in. I start walking up and down the city streets in search of the perfect dessert. <laughs> Perfect dessert. I wasn't quite sure what I wanted, but figured I'd know it when I saw it. The unfortunate thing was that it was getting late. He's window shopping for dessert. <laughs> he's just going up to these windows. He's like, <laughs> just his nose like going back and forth on the window, breathing this. You just see him fogging up the glass. The just, <laughs> Buy a bowl? I don't know if I want cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> the unfortunate thing was that it was getting late and there was only one shop that I could find that was still open and even they were about to close. I quickly went into this shop and stood in line. I looked at all of their various chocolate delicacies and finally decided on the perfect one. I picked it up, paid the fine cashier... <laughs> Like fine isn't like it was a hot cashier or <laughs> just nice. <laughs> Picked it up and paid that fine cashier for it and walked out of the store. It was then that I that I took my first bite of this delicious chocolate Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Sadly, I only got to enjoy one bite before I woke up. He just like uh, walks into the store. He's like looking around. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's it. I told you I'd know it when I saw it. Give me that Statue of Liberty. <laughs> that's what I've been craving. <laughs> it's like. It's like it was then that I took my first bite out of that delicious chocolate <laughs> Statue of Liberty. <laughs> oh, man. I can only ra- <laughs> report them as a song. Like, Sir, that's just, that's only a display piece. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was Dream Snip number three. Okay. Well, there you have it. That was a lot. I mean, like, I don't mean that in a, it was just, just a lot just going on is really what I mean. Just like it was all over the place. I mean, with all three of those, you definitely, yeah. 
<laughs> Jumping off. <laughs> I'll take <laughs> potent potables for 300, Alex. <laughs> Whoa! Suddenly got a hankering for a chocolate Statue of Liberty. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. My God, is this liberating? <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> we thank you for turning in and listening to this nonsense. Um, we hope you turn in again next week for we will have more nonsense for you. Um <clears throat> Uh, follow us on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, QCO Podcast, and then uh, also visit our website at uh, QCOPodcast.com where you can interact. Well, you can pretty much interact with us on all of those. Um, and then also check out our YouTube channel. I always want to say page. And uh, click the subscribe button and the bell. And don't forget to leave us five stars because we really like those. So thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week.